All right, here it is, six minutes after six, and it is Friday. We've made it through this week, and what a week it has been. There's been all kinds of stuff happening locally. Uh, there has been a ton of stuff happening nationally. Let's just name a few things. We'll start nationally here. You've got the, uh, the $1.9 trillion COVID piece of legislation passing the House. It's on to the Senate now where uh, maybe something will pass, but it would be nowhere clear. Uh, it clearly will not be anywhere near $1.9 trillion. Uh, also, uh, during this week, we've had the uh, Equality Act passed, and now people are starting to understand what's in that, and that since it's not uh, answering to RIFRA, it means that uh, churches now are going to be under attack for things that they preach, uh, rules that they have at their churches and and things of that nature we've got and we're going to talk about this here in just a moment you got como the governor of new york it's come out that he he's uh, sexually uh abused three women uh harassed them and uh i just sent um, our guys here robert steinbach and uh, chris corbett uh excerpts from his interview with cbs news uh, with the first person who came forward, and it's devastating. I mean, this is really devastating what what has gone down. There's a paper trail uh, on on her accusations, and uh, and several others. And then on the the side of uh, the uh, the state, you've got a uh, couple places trying to have special elections, trying to be quiet about it, not letting anybody know. Cabot's one of those places. Uh, where I live, they're 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 seeking twenty million dollars. Heber Springs is trying to have a special election and trying to raise money. And water parks are at the center of why they want the money. It's you know, we want a splash pad now for our water park. That's that's exactly what we need. We need splash pads instead of police officers. Uh, and, then, and we need to pay for all it. kinds of stuff, guys. Yeah, it has been crazy this week of all the stuff that's been going on. But other than that, how have you been doing? Robert Steinbeck here is, uh, is of course, a law professor, Bowen School of Law. His opinions are his and his alone. What's your week been like, sir? Very hectic. You know, Dave, we've been in the legislature. I work with a number of legislators. I've been working mostly uh, with Dan Sullivan, although with others as well, but if you, uh, maybe a plurality. I can't say most suggest 50% of my time, but certainly a plurality of my time has been with Dan Sullivan. We've had some great bills. Interestingly, we, we moved uh, through committee uh, a while back, a very small bill that basically uh, confirms what the Court of Appeals says on a FOIA issue, and, uh, that you can take a photograph if you make uh, a FOIA request. You walk into a place and you say, I want to take a photograph of a record. And, of course, that was always allowed under the law, uh, but Little Rock fought it all the way to the Court of Appeals, filed an appeal to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court said they weren't going to hear the appeal, <clears throat> but the noise is that other localities have been raising that false defense so we changed the law to confirm it. It's really depressing in some regards, Dave, if you think about it, that we've got to go to the legislature, write a law to say what the law already is. The second bill that we're working on right now 
And I've got to give a shout out in the local community to Clark Tucker, Democrat, who's uh, signed on with us to this bill, again confirms what the law is. And that is that if you uh, sue to get records again under FOIA and the governmental entity gives you over those records before the end of the lawsuit in settlement, in other words, well, then you've won. Right. And when you win the case and the language is a little more technical, but essentially when you win a case, you get attorney's fees. Chris is seeking to get attorney's fees right now. And the University of Arkansas said, well, you don't get it unless you win it at trial. It's never been the law in Arkansas. Chris has the checks from public (laughs) entities demonstrating it. So, again, we had to write a law that says uh, the law is what the law has always been. University of Arkansas attorney uh, comes into court, excuse me, comes into the Senate and lies. He lies. I don't know what else to tell you. Oh, really? Uh, And so... Did you call him out on it? I sent him an email after the fact. Yeah, I I didn't get to testify after he lied, uh, but I sent him an email Uh. copying to all of the uh, co-authors of the treatise because he mischaracterized the treatise on the Freedom of Information Act. And he said, no, that's what it says. And so he's telling me what my book says. Really? I mean, it's just you can't make up such a bizarre world, right? <laughs> so right. we, uh, um, uh, so we, Clark Tucker decides to, to join the bill, and he said, "Well, let's just remove uh, the part that talks about the history of the law and just put the change in, because the other side was lying about the history. That's fine with us. We just want it in writing right. what the law is." And then finally, let me mention, uh-huh. we've got a very important bill that we're going that we brought once before the Education Committee. We couldn't get it out of the Education Committee yet, but we're going to get it. Out. It's your bill, Dave. It's your bill. Remember, two years ago, there okay. was a Dave Ellswick free speech on campus bill. We passed that overwhelming support. Yes. You know what it said? Outdoor entities. Uh, excuse me, outdoor areas at universities open for public debate. You don't have to stand on a square the size of a dime uh, to be able to speak. So now we've made two modest changes. One says school needs to designate someplace indoors, a common area. By the way, <laughs> the University of um, uh, ASU comes in and says, well, we're not so sure of the definition of the common area. It may allow yeah, that's for like ASU. That's ASU. May allow for uh, um, sort of protests in hallways. So we looked at the language and we said, yeah, you know, maybe they have something, you know, the way it's written. It may not define it clearly enough. And then here's where you always know that these government bureaucrats aren't telling you the truth. Because then they say, well, also a common area might include a classroom. Dave. Dave. How does a common area include a classroom? Right. So on the one hand, they make a a small point that we corrected, by the way. And then on the second hand, it undermines their credibility entirely. So we're going to bring that bill back. By the way, if you're in Jane English's district, she's over there in North Little Rock. She's a state senator. Give her a call. Tell her to support Dave, uh, excuse me, Dan Sullivan's uh, amendment to the Forum Act, Dan Sullivan's expansion of free speech on campus. The other part of the bill, by the way, simply says students and teachers have, the, have broad academic freedom, meaning you can say and believe what you want to say 
without retribution. You know who's, who were opposed to it? It was our friend, Joyce Elliott, who's a big liberal, and, and uh, Senator Chesterfield, and all the Republicans got in line behind the Democrat. Excuse me? Excuse why, me? Why are they so against that? Why are they so it, against that people who work should be able to say what they want to say, like on their Facebook? It, it, it's remarkable. Actually, I've got to give a shout-out to Senator Charles uh, Beckham, he uh, promoted the bill, and Missy Irving said w- uh, fantastic things about the bill. Uh, but nothing to be heard from a Storch, James Storch. In fact, he spoke out essentially against the bill. Jane English didn't say a word uh, ab- about the bill and then didn't second the bill. And then Eads uh, didn't second the bill. So if you know any of those senators, give them a call because they're not doing what they need to be doing. We're going to bring the bill back. We made some changes. Like I said, there was one good suggestion from the university, notwithstanding their ridiculous claim uh, that followed immediately after. It's always hard to listen to the good when you know the good, they likely just tripped upon it uh, by accident because so many of their other (laughs) statements are absolutely ridiculous. This is why, by the way, we need Chris Corbett in the legislature. Hey, Chris, uh, you know, the guy who's your uh, state rep right now, uh, what is his name? Oh, help me. Spencer Hawks. Spencer Hawks. uh, Yeah, didn't Spencer not vote in more votes, uh, more important votes uh, than we can count? Didn't he not vote in the in the bill that Dave is very concerned about, having these off-cycle elections? Uh, didn't he vote present, meaning not vote, which is a no vote? Wasn't there some other vote in which he didn't vote? If you go to the legislature, if you get elected, be it to the House or Senate, and we need to talk during the show as to uh, what your thoughts are, are you going to just sit out votes? Oh heck no, Rob! No, that's not what you're put there to do. Well, you're there to you're there to to uh, to make a vote, and that that vote you're talking about was special elections. He said we need yeah, to watch out for the all, bond company. Under, yeah, yeah. Let's all understand yeah. that not voting mm-hmm. is really voting. That's, that's right. People need to understand. Very good not point. That's right. Is really voting. Let me explain that very briefly, uh, Dave, if I may. In Arkansas, it's a little bit unusual. You don't need a majority of the people there. You need a majority of the overall body. So the House has 100 people. So you need 51 votes to win. So if you vote no, that goes towards the 49. If you don't vote... That goes towards the 49. If you don't show up, that's that correct. goes towards the 49. Meaning anything yeah. but voting that's yes all, that's all correct. is a no vote. Yep. Correct. That's right. Correct. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll pick it up right here when we come back because there's a lot more to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, the governor in New York in a moment. I, but there's a lot of people think he's on the ropes. I want to hear what Robert has to say. He's from New York, not New York City, but he's from New York. And this is the and this is the governor we're talking about. So we'll see what he thinks about uh, what's going on with uh, Como. We'll be back with more here on Dave Ellswick show. 18 minutes after six. It is. You ready for this? Are you ready? Excited? I want everybody to cheer Friday. We'll take a break. (laughs) 21 minutes after six on a Friday morning. Good to have you with us. There's a lot going on in politics. Uh, We're going to touch base on a lot of that today. During the hour, we've got Robert Steinbach and 
Chris Corbett on uh, from 7 to 7.30. Pat Davis to join on, uh, join up with us. We're going to talk a little bit about health care today. And then at 7.35, you can't make it into the weekend without talking about movies. Now, Chris, you're going to like this. I was just talking uh, before we started the show uh, with our producer, Heidi, about this. Do you yep. remember uh, Space Quest? Do you remember that movie with the Scorney Weaver and Tim Allen That's and a Alan great Redman? And it was movie. taken off on Star oh, Trek. Yeah. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Well, they've got a new script. They're getting ready to do the sequel. Oh, nice. Sequel. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that. Now, it hurts my heart because Alan Rickman won't be there because he's passed away. Uh, and oh. Alan Rickman, as far as I'm concerned, one of the most under rated actors of all time especially especially playing villains i mean who, who quigley down under die hard everything else that he's been in uh was just uh when he played the bad guy he was yeah. great as the bad guy he just had that voice <laughs> of menace now i was now is it space quest or is it are you talking about with tom allen galaxy quest That's oh right. galaxy, galaxy quest, quest. That's it. Galaxy. That's right. Look at you. Yeah. Very okay. good. Thank you. For I, I love that show. It's good, man. <laughs> calling me out. Good I'm job sorry. calling me out. Let's let's just, let. I'm gonna no. That's all right. I'm I'm gonna let Robert call out Kumo today because oh, nice. uh, the governor of New York is so deep and up to his eyeballs and lying and his aides lying for him. How long? How much longer is it going to be before the man's forced to resign? Uh, do you think, uh, Robert, or can they can they bring that much pressure on this guy? It's a great question. Of course, I don't know the answer to it. That's a, uh, I try to make predictions from time to time on the show, but that's really one of those that's I, I'm unable to do. He's a murderer. Let's be clear. Uh, Cuomo is a murderer. Cuomo issued an order uh, in which he said. Infected patients with COVID, obviously, should go back to nursing homes because they were all afraid they wouldn't have enough rooms in the hospitals during the outbreak, during the initial outbreak. But tell me, so you open up a room for the next patient who's the guy that you just infected by sending the last patient back into a nursing home, and you should have heard him on television. (laughs) Excuse me. He says, oh, well, they didn't get infected from the sick patients spewing viruses. They got infected from workers and other people coming into the nursing homes. Like, how do you make these statements with a straight face? You know, it's like if you have a, a piece of rotting meat in the, in the center of your dining room and, and somebody says, well, you know, you've got maggots and this awful stench coming out from that rotting meat. And he goes, no, 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 that's not the, that's not the problem. Uh, I, I spilled a little bit of milk on the floor the other day, and that's what you're smelling. Uh, no, you ain't. Um, my <laughs> eyes ain't lying to me. I know exactly what's going on here. And people lapped this up. Why? Because they're a bunch of lefties. What happened? The lefty media uh, just bowed down to Cuomo. They gave him an Emmy for his news reports or uh, fake news reports. News, fake yeah, news, reports. news conference. Yeah. yeah, news conferences. But they ain't news conferences. They're yeah. fake news conferences. And yep. he, he deserved up, an Emmy yeah. because he was acting, because he was lying. 
And this, and now there's a New York Times article. They're contorting themselves because they were complicitous with Cuomo for all this time. So they're like, well, it's not clear that more people died from him putting that, uh, these sick patients in with infirmed old people. Really? Really? It's not clear that all the people that jumped off the bridge died from the impact, notwithstanding the big splats. Yeah, I think you can draw the conclusion from A to B. Thank you very much. And they they further say, well, other states did this. Not to the degree that New York did. And by the way, if other states were murderers, then they're murderers also. Oh, we were following the federal guidelines. No, it's not what the federal guidelines said. And again, if they did and they were transparently stupid, you still shouldn't have done it. Florida didn't do it. Florida's got a lot of old people. But you know what Florida also has? A Republican governor who's done a great job. By the way, I don't agree with everything DeSantis has done either. I don't agree with everything anybody's done. But he's done a far better job than the butcher from Brooklyn, Mario Cuomo. Okay, so he's got this whole deal going down about putting, uh, you know, infected people into nursing homes. But it seems like the story that has the most legs for him is three women now, three who have stepped forward and said he sexually harassed them, uh, you know, during the time now that he's been governor. And uh, they they interviewed the first lady uh, that came out uh, yesterday on CBS News in New York, and they asked her why she he thinks he did it, and he she said because he thought he's untouchable. Isn't it remarkable, Dave? Think about this for a moment. Think about this for a moment. Um, 15,000 people die in New York nursing homes uh, in large measure, in good measure, because of Cuomo uh, issuing a murderous directive. And the thing that gets him in trouble is something bad, to be clear, him sexually harassing women, not his murders. Why? Because the left is focused on uh, the Me Too movement, to be clear. The Me Too movement's a real movement. I'm not suggesting otherwise. But the left picks their agenda. And the agenda doesn't include murder, but it does include Me Too. It should include Me Too, but it should also include murder. That's the problem. Yeah, it should be both... Both stories should be covered. Uh, I would think the the nursing home should be covered even more so, especially now that it's coming out. And we'll take a break here in just a moment, especially that it's coming out that his aides helped him pull this off. They wrote up. They changed all of the of the numbers so that he could put them up. Now, I'm going to say he's going to use this sooner or later. He's going to start throwing some aides under the bus and say, I was lied to. I didn't know. I was lied to, which then takes us to this uh, cheating and stuff that he's doing. And it goes to character at that point. This guy will say and do anything to get his way. I'm just saying he'll say and do anything. He told this 25 year old, well, you know, I wouldn't have uh, a relationship with a 22 year old, but you're 25 and I'm lonely. And uh, what do you think about older men? I mean, come on. 
I mean, if that was done by a Republican, yeah, it is creepy. It's way creepy. creepy. All right, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We're done talking more about Como. There's not enough uh, people spending any length of time uh, talking about this. But, they, you know, they need to nail this guy's hide to the wall. I just want to know, I could get with Robert, I, I just want to know if he thinks they, they can get him or is he untouchable. More after the news. All right, let's talk a few more moments about uh, Como. Uh, he mm-hmm. has thought that he's untouchable. I mean, the lady that made his, the first uh, sexual harassment complaint about him uh, specifically said that yesterday uh, in an interview, and the other two women have basically said the same. I thought it was hilarious. I forget which politician it was. It was somebody in the House uh, said, well, one more woman comes forward, he's done. It takes four women <laughs> right, to right. take this guy down? For a Democrat, not for a Republican, for a Democrat. I mean, everybody knows, evidently, that this is true. And, I mean, his brother, who is on CNN, if, if you didn't know, uh, would make fun about that. He, they called him, it wasn't the love doctor, it was uh, something love. And Shingle and mingle a, a, a or something. Running, yeah, I mean, it was a running it was a running gag on his show. And, you know, lo and behold, it's all true. How's that one for everybody? Unbelievable. Yeah. And it always, you know, the big, big stories always get overshadowed by the uh, sexual harassment stuff, Rob, not only because of Me Too, but because everybody can understand uh, it's a character flaw uh, when you're hitting on 25-year-old women and looking at them and meeting them and, and saying things to them. Like, you know, 22 is just too young for me, but you're 25. How do you think about, you know, older men? I mean, that just sounds so sleazy. I mean, you really do bring does. up a, an excellent point, Dave, and that and that is between the murders of that Cuomo did and the sexual harassment, it is easier to both understand and convey the latter than the former. And so maybe to give some credit, maybe that's why that's gotten a disproportionate focus, albeit I don't think it's entirely so. I think it's partly political. And by that, I don't mean left or right. Oh, well, I agree. kind of left or right. I mean, kind of, you know, what's the in vogue political thing? Murder is not the in vogue political thing. Uh, but they're both important. Anyway, let Chris talk. I yeah. talked too much this morning. Yeah, let's, uh, yeah, let's get Chris, Chris in here because, uh, well, you know, you've read the articles. You know, I sent you three. I sent you guys three articles. Yeah. What did you think about them? When you put it up next to each other, those articles, and, and you know, you got to give it to these ladies for coming forward because they've known about this for a while, and they know they're going to be uh, drug onto some shows and having to relate these, relive these creepy moments with this guy. I hate to comment on the way he looks, but I saw him lately. He looks like Skeletor from the He-Man show. I'm like, what is this guy doing? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Oh, and uh, when you are talking about these hospitalizations, I remember that big old beautiful Navy ship, Navy hospital ship called Mercy, parked outside of New York. And Cuomo didn't want to use it because it was from President Trump, right? Um, and right. um, it, it came from Trump. You're exactly right. Yeah. 
And uh, it's a bunch of lies wrapped up in there. Now they're claiming, oh, we didn't want to put out inaccurate numbers. Well, uh, yeah, that's yeah. another lie. The lies to cover up the lies. You know, they wanted to they wanted to put out inaccurate numbers. They, it, it, it's like an election. They just had to figure out how many votes they needed to be able to throw the election. So here they just had to figure <laughs> out how do we massage massage the lies to makes us look better cool. than what we're looking yeah. right now. Let's remember I mean, that they were keeping mm-hmm. the, Yeah, they were keeping the dead bodies in refrigerated trucks. You remember that? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Rob and Dave, it's what three they reported 3500 or 3300 deaths and now it's coming out it's actually mm-hmm. over 10,000 and I think Rob just said 15,000. Yeah. I saw a 10,000 dollar 10,000 number. 15. Uh this is this is this is wild. And remember, this is back in – people were scared to death and um, afraid to get out. This virus was being transmitted through the air. Um, yeah. And it's not like people didn't know that nursing homes were ground zero at that time for this virus. Right. It was – remember Washington State? Yeah. They had all kinds of problems with this. That's where the story really started – blowing up and scaring people as they started seeing people falling like flies well how about we impeach him for a lie right that's the that's that's the that's the uh democrat solution to everything let's impeach him yeah there's a picture just the other day there's a picture just yeah now that's high crimes and misdemeanors right there right on that that's the real that's the real deal there okay high crimes and misdemeanors uh, you know, I don't know how, if if you know cheating with twenty five year olds is high crimes and misdemeanors. Other than you're breaking uh, the law, sexually harassing people who work directly for you. You know that I th- I said that's why they went after. They should have gone and did go after Clinton. It was one of his interns, right. for God's sake. Yeah, and he lied. You know, I don't it, right? care if, if he was impeached for yeah, yeah. for lying under oath. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I understand, you know, people saying, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. But what you got to understand with him, you know, uh, Lewinsky evidently, you know, put a bullseye on him for a feather in her cap, evidently. But he's the one who agreed to it. He right. was the president. Come on. Let's be for real here. <laughs> but anyway, let's let's come on back and, and, and finish up with Como. What do you think happens next, Rob? 30 Democrats now have called for him to resign. Uh, I think that it's there's going to be more calls for that from his party. Uh, I'm just wondering your thoughts. I, you've been out of New York for quite some time uh, and maybe not have Thank your goodness. finger on the pulse like you have in the past. But, I mean, where where do we where do we hit you know, this is the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. Like I said earlier, Dave, I'm not sure the answer to that question. I'm not sure when these leftists in New York will finally give up on the butcher from Brooklyn, Mario Cuomo. But I can't think of more wrongdoing, a combination of murdering thousands of our most precious people. I mean that, right? Who do we think of the most precious? Children, because 
they need help, and the elderly because they need help. And he takes the weak and he poisons them. He might as well have been uh, uh, colonists giving the Indians pox blankets. It's just disgusting what he did. And he knew what he was doing at the time. And he's a murderer, and he goes back and during this time, maybe prior, I don't know, and he's too busy hitting on uh, 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 subordinates at his work to, to acknowledge that he's murdering old folks in nursing homes. I don't know when it's going to catch up with him. It's certainly catching up with him. Oh, by the way, the Republican that may run against him is the Republican from the district uh, currently in which I grew up. So let's hope that Lee's Oh, really? Let's hope that, yeah, let's hope that Lee runs against Cuomo, if Cuomo has the temerity to even run again, uh, and gets whooped by Lee. He's a good uh, young congressman. I mean, young in terms of his age. I think he's been a congressman for a little while now. And uh, French may know Lee. I think French actually knows Lee. And uh, Lee's a, a solid congressman. He's on Fox a fair amount of time, so you might see him. And Lee, Lee could really do some good up there in Albany, straightening out that uh, leftist environment that it currently is. All right. We've got to come back uh, from a break here in just a moment. When we do, in Mississippi yesterday, Special Judge Jeff Wheel cited, quote, evidence of fraud and criminal activity in how absentee ballots were handled, how votes were counted, and the actions by some at the polling places in a 64-page order. In the uh, Democratic runoff election, uh, last June, Nicholas Holliday defeated his opponent, Robert Duvall, by 37 votes. Duvall then challenged the results in court. The judge said that 66 of the 84 absentee ballots cast were not valid and should never have been counted. That represents 78.5% of the absentee ballots. And uh, the judge has ordered a new election on this. So uh, this is something that we need to talk because it goes right to the matter of the November election uh, as well. We'll bring it all up when we come back here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about my good friend David Lucas. Uh, When you're preparing for your retirement, which you should be doing now if you're past the age, I would think, of 40, 45 years old, you got to know a lot of stuff. Uh, You've got to know First of all, what's the questions that I need to ask myself to prepare myself for retirement? And David Lucas has put together a publication that he's offering absolutely free. I'm going to give you the number to call in about it and a and a, a web address as well to get a copy of it that will help you prepare yourself so that when you do get into retirement, you do not get into the the last few years, the, quote, golden years of your life and find out that you're out of money. Don't want that to happen. That That's the worst-case scenario. You, you don't want it to happen. And you can keep it from happening uh, by following these, these rules, basically, that uh, David Lucas has. If uh, you're one of the first 10 callers right now, you can get a copy of this. All you got to do is call 501 501- Two 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 thirty three fifteen. That's five zero one two 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 thirty three fifteen. They'll send you a copy of 
these uh, this this uh, uh, brochure about uh, retirement that has 31 questions you need to be able to answer so that you're ready for retirement. Or you can go to the website and do it, uh, davidlucasfinancial.com. That's davidlucasfinancial.com. Man, a mosquito just landed on the table. In oh, front my gosh, of I can't stand and it. All I, I did, all, all, all I did was move my hand a little because I was going to crush him. And, man, he was gone. They, they don't call me the mosquito killer for nothing, guys. I mean, seriously. You know, I, I think you know. I'm, I'm going to later today. I'm going to think I'll spray outside. I bought a whole bunch of poison, and I think I'll spray outside. <laughs> well, see, I do that around my house. Here's what I say. Okay, I'm living out. You know, I get outside, too. I put down a demilitarized zone. Exactly. Right. I'm a child of <laughs> Vietnam. So I, I put down a demilitarized zone around my house, and I tell the insects, guys, the other side of this zone, you can do whatever you want. But exactly. you step foot into the demilitarized zone, you're going to die, and it will be you're a out, horrible baby. death. That's right. (laughs) They don't listen to me. I'm just telling you, they don't listen to me. All right. Mm -hmm. So this report this judge wrote in Mississippi said that after discovering this like almost 80 percent irregularity in the uh, uh, absentee ballots, uh, she issued a bench warrant for Dallas Jones, who notarized the absentee ballots. And she was arrested and charged with voter fraud, quote. Duvall's attorney, Lydia uh, Qual, said, when you have an absentee ballot, there's an envelope and you vote and then you fold the ballot up and you put it in this envelope and then you lick the, the flap and then you sign across the flap and then the notary signs your election certificate. And she actually testified that nobody, she didn't sign in front of anybody, she didn't see anybody sign it. She just notarized them. She just stamped them. How's that one for you? That's they that's have to be crazy, good. Dave. Oh, yeah. I, just, I yeah. literally just and, just and, got my notary stamp, so I know what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and yep, uh, yep. and this, and this is what's important. This is what important, Chris, and I'm, I want you to talk about this. As a party, the Republican Party, and having more states that are under Republican legislatures. The party, which has now put together an election integrity committee, which, by the way, our chairman, uh, Janelle Fulmer, is part of, we have to have some way of making elections so transparent you can follow a ballot from the moment it is marked to the moment it is counted. And if it needs to be recounted, we know where it's at and how it's going to be recounted. Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that the committee is going to do that. Yeah. Well, and the absentee well, ballots. I think we the last election proved that. Yeah. The, the absentee ballots were fraudulent because there's no way of proving who submitted that that ballot. And That's um, correct. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah. It, it needs to totally change. And we know there was fraud, right? We know there was fraud. The question is how much. This judge sounds like he said that 78 percent. Of the absentee ballots that's were fraudulent. Right. Oh my gosh! Yep. What? Yeah, that's incredible. That's incredible. And so let's take that story and extrapolate it just a little bit 
to nationally, and just yesterday, (laughs) one of the the most horrible bills that I can think of went through the House, H.R. 1, which wants to federalize elections. I mean, wants to take taxpayers' money and give it to, to candidates to run for office and things of that nature. And uh, wants to tell states how they've got to do things. And one of the biggest points in H.R. 1 is using mail-in ballots, which this type of action shows you how much fraud you can have easily in something like this. So uh, I got to give credit to the Republican Party for getting in and fighting with this. Yeah, well, and then we just passed the, the voter ID law, right, here in Arkansas. I'm not so sure. Yeah, clarified that it. This wasn't right. I'm not so sure that there was a concerted effort out there with some organization and some big money promoting these absentee ballots. And we had a, I just saw a blurb the other day, a licensed lawyer, she had just passed the bar, and she voted in two states. She, I mean, this is a licensed attorney, not, and she didn't know she can't vote in two different states. Really? <laughs> Come on. And yeah, I know I'm uh, laughing, but it's either that or cry, all right? I'd rather laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you, you don't have to guess which party she was in, right? No, I, Definitely a Democrat. I'm sure. Being from outside of Chicago, I don't have to guess. <laughs> I just don't have yeah. to guess. Okay, I'm, we're running out of time, and I, I wanted to ask you a question. What's going on? For the political future of Chris Corbett, have you have you made? I'm going to keep hounding you about this. I I'm got excited you because it's still my job. If I'm running for the House or the Senate yet, but I'm excited. I've been driving around um, Conway in my Justice bus and and I'm talking to people, asking them their concerns, what would they like to see, and um, I just hadn't committed to which race yet. And um, you know, people are struggling out there. I represent a lot of people in district courts. I can't get to a trial. The courts keep uh, d- delaying, delaying. I got. I, I represent a lot of CDL drivers. Um, I, I've got my commercial driver's license, so I know how they make their money. I got my CDL driver's license uh, throwing trash. And um, the people out there, and they're working hard, and they're trying to manipulate these, these COVID uh, factors, these COVID restrictions that are out there. And, and um, it's tough out there right now, folks. And uh, so I'm excited uh, about what I could maybe bring to the legislature and from a, from a legal standpoint and, and operating in, in the judicial branch and hopefully getting into the legislature. So uh, I, I'm excited, Dave. Well, I'm excited that uh, you're going to get into the arena. You know, um, it, it's yeah. easy to stand outside the arena and point fingers. When you get into the arena and become part of the battle is when it really gets tough. I won't read the poem right now, but there's something to be said for the man who steps into the arena. Well, it's true. It is absolutely It's particularly important, can I add, Dave, because as I said, Dan Sullivan is going to bring back his bill to extend the Dave Ellswick free speech on campus bill uh, or law rather that passed two years ago. He wants to extend it slightly to indoors and to codify more significantly the protections of free speech uh, for teachers and students during this time of cancel culture. And I'm going to remind your listeners once again, 
because it's early in the morning and maybe some more have tuned in at this point. If you live in Jane English's district, call Jane English and ask her to support the Dave Ellswick slash Dan Sullivan free speech on campus bill. There's no reason not to. We're Republicans. We're trying to push back against the cancel culture. Dan Sullivan's free speech on campus bill is the anti-cancel culture bill. And so I bring all that up to say when Chris Corbett gets into the legislature, he's not going to sit out votes. He's going to vote. No. And and right. How is he going to vote? Right, Rob. He's going to vote, right? And he's going to vote conservative. Yeah. That's how he's going yeah, to vote. You're, you're, so, and that bill is something that you're right on it, Rob. That free speech bill, a lot of what's really hard, I found in the last two or three years, is to file suit on due process. Even the judges in the judicial branch are like, due process, what's that? You can't tell somebody to pack their stuff up and go home when, when they have a table out <laughs> on a on a government you know campus, government-owned campus, yeah. publicly funded, land-grant university. Uh, it's called due process. It's called violation of due process. Right? All right. Chris Corbett, thank you so much for your time. To Robert Steinbach, he joins us as well every Friday. Thank you. He's a law professor over at the Bowen School of Law. His opinions were his and his alone do not necessarily reflect the school or the university. Guys, have a great weekend. I'll talk to you next week here on the Dave Ellswick Show. News is next. And then uh, Pat Davis is going to be with us, the health plan guy. He'll join us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. the Dave Ellswick Show for Friday and for this week. And we've got a couple of great guests during this hour. For the first half hour, we're going to talk to Pat Davis and uh, some other folks about uh, the Health Plan Man website and the things that you need to know about health care that can help you get checks back uh, for your health care instead of always having the money go towards your deductible. He'll be talking about that. And then at 735, uh, we'll talk to Matt Smith and talk about uh, movies that are coming up this weekend. And in the near future, we'll be able to talk about those as well. With that in mind, let's talk about something really, really important. Uh, with a new president in the, the White House, uh, the views of how health care should be run have changed drastically and dramatically. And, Pat, it's always good to have you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, welcome. And uh, you've got uh, 
a new addition to your uh, business model in Corey, who is your son-in-law. Is that correct? That is correct. I've got him on with me this morning, too. Okay. So can I talk to him for a few minutes first, and then we'll come back and, and start digging and scratching below the surface about what Congress is up to? How's that sound? Sounds perfect. Okay, so Corey, let me bring you up here uh, real quickly for my listeners. You've been at this now, I think, for just under a year. What has been some of the uh, major things you've learned in that time? Yeah, uh, just under a year. It's actually been uh, a few months. Um, but, okay, um, a few months. It's yeah. under a year, though. Yeah, it's definitely under a year. Well, you know, COVID, COVID changed a lot of people's lives drastically, um, you know, and, and my life was one of them. And, um, you know, it's funny, even when I was uh, studying, you know, and you, know, you got to go and you got to take a state exam to be able to sell insurance. Um, the more I learned about health insurance, the, the I mean, I had thoughts. I'm like, man, am I going to be able to do this and and sell this this kind of product and lay my head on my, my pillow every night and feel good about myself? <laughs> um, and thankfully, the more I learned about the products that we sell and, 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 the, and the products that my father-in-law sells, um, you know, and, and like, man, this is a good product. This is something that I, I'm, I, I can really believe in. Um, and that's just been true. You know, I talked to a gal the other day that, you know, she just thanked me so much. She's like, I just can't believe that this exists, you know, and she was so happy. I'm like, man, I wish I could just record you and uh, <laughs> take you on to every yeah. one of my phone calls with me. Um, and, and uh-huh. you know, I've had phone call after phone call with people that just like that. I, I find myself saying that often to people. Um, so it's been it's been good. It's been really it, it's been a good season. You know, I think God has definitely um, used something that was you know a hard time for a lot of people. Um, and I know for me, it's it's just been a blessing to uh, to uh, help people and to um, to get behind something that I can really believe in. So it's been good. Yeah, talk a little bit about this. Why why the hesitancy at the beginning? about this because I've had Pat on and I've said to him, this sounds too good to be true, but right. it is true. And, 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 and you got to get past that first cynicism that you, most of us have in the back of our minds, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, just the man, when, when you, when you start learning about insurance, one of the few things you learn, you learn about all the things they do to make sure that they're covered and to make sure, you know, that they're never going to, you know, God forbid it work out too good for the, uh, for the customer. <laughs> and so they have, uh-huh. um, they have the, the managed care and I started learning about managed care and I'm like, man, it's scary how much insurance has a say in the care that we receive. And, um, and I'm like managed care. And that was one of the big things that coming into the insurance that we sell isn't a managed care insurance, you know? And, um, when, uh, Pat, you know, had to go in for a scary situation um, a couple years ago, pulmonary embolism. You know, that's one of the first things he told the doctors. He's like, "Listen, I want the best care possible. I'm, I want any anything that you guys think needs to be done. I want it done. I don't have a managed care insurance." You know, it's funny because all the doctors were wanting a card by the time it was said and done um, because they wanted to know what kind of insurance <laughs> he had. And um, right. you know, that's 
that just the just the 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 things that the insurance company does it's a it's a it's a corrupt system you know the providers in the in the in the game that the providers play and the insurance plays and everybody's just driving up the cost making all the money and then who's who's on the other end you know it's somebody's got to pick up the slack somewhere and sadly it's usually the consumer so um it it it's just it's I had to unlearn everything I learned pretty much to take my state exam as soon as I started selling this product. So um, it's just been good. It's just been refreshing, and, and it's, been, uh, it's been a good season <laughs> getting to come yeah. up underneath my Let father-in-law's me, okay. wing. Let me throw something in okay. here real quick Jump on for you. Yeah, when I left the hospital, that bill was paid in full, and I had a check for just under $3,000 that was sent to me. So... No money out of my pocket. Not a bad situation for four night hospital stay where I could have died. Yeah, yeah that's a, you know, that speaks louder than words. Is that this worked yeah. for you specifically, Pat? And you can relate yeah, that the, story to people. Yeah, that's the yourhealthplanman.com way. That's what I like to say. <laughs> Well, that's good. Let's get. Let me ask one last question to Corey. Then we got to take our first break. And then when I come back, I want to talk to you about what's going on uh, in the the health care, uh, uh, you know, field as far as Congress is concerned. Uh, yeah. And I just got a uh, I just got a text, and uh, State Senator Kim Hammer uh, wants you to call him. I'll give you his number. Uh, when the show is over, and uh, you make sure you call him, okay? I'll do that. Okay, hold on. Now, Corey, let me ask this question. I'm going to think that one of the very first things that you have to do is break through misconceptions people have about health care insurance and how you all don't work with the traditional model. How difficult is that for you at times? Oh, it's extremely difficult. Um, honestly, it's the hardest thing to get over. I mean, um, because most sensible objections, you can just talk through and be like, hey, this is just the facts. But I mean, the, that itching thing in the back of people's mind is like, man, this is just too, this sounds too good to be true. Sounds too good yeah. to be true. You know, I just have to, I just have to, you know, be like, hey, listen, I know it sounds too good to be true, but this is why it's not. You know, and I, and you know, it's just, it's just breaking past that and 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 really winning them over to my side. You know, getting them to trust me. You know, and I, I just tell them all the time, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm not trying to just sell you something. It's not that I work for a company and I have no other choice to. To, but to tell you that this product is good because the company says so, I'm an I'm a independent agent. I can sell any kind of insurance that I want to sell. Um, but the reason I'm selling this insurance is because it's good. It's it's the it's a it's a good product and it's going to work good for you. And so it's just, you know, I would say in, if, if if it's a 45 minute pitch, I would say probably 30 minutes of, of what I'm of what I'm doing is trying to uh, dispel the mysticism of 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 what it is. So good. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I understand. I understand what you're saying. So if somebody's interested uh, and wants to spend some time talking to you about health care insurance and let you explain to them why this works so well and how they can go about getting on it. What's the phone number they should call to talk to you directly? It's 501-605. Six nine three five. 
Okay, we'll give you that number again uh, here before we finish out this half hour. Got to get a break in. Uh, you know how that works, uh, uh, Pat. Let's do our break, and then we'll come back here and talk further uh, about uh, information you have that the average consumer many times does not and what they should be aware of, maybe what's coming down the line in the future. It's uh, 7.15. Pat Davis is on uh, with his uh, uh, son-in-law, Corey. They both sell uh, this specialty insurance that just beats the snot out of traditional health insurance. We'll talk about it more when we come back. And I want to talk about St. Clarity residential cleaning. I was uh, getting the house ready to go yesterday uh, for my uh, uh, grandson's birthday. We had several people here. We had tacos. We had birthday cake. Uh, and uh, we were we were just, you know, doing our thing. Uh, but most of the morning was spent more with my wife, by the way, than with me. I was taking my nap that I usually take so that I can stay up late at night. Uh, and I had, uh, she was out vacuuming and, and dusting and all kinds of things. And so I told her, you know, you should have used one of your, your uh, you know, coupons that you had for St. Clarity. And she says, yeah, I just forgot about it. So uh, she hasn't forgot about it now. She'll be calling them and getting them out here to do the deep clean. And St. Clarity Residential Cleaning does a deep clean on your house. This is not dusting or running the sweeper or maybe, you know, uh, mopping some dirty water on your floor or whatever. This is this is a legitimate cleaning that you can just kind of just smell in the air it's it's a great cleaning uh, gonna, i'm gonna have to have them back on just to talk about how deep their deep cleaning is again so the bottom line is linda's going to use it here uh, probably right after we're going to get the inside of the house painted that's going to happen in two weeks after that's done uh, she'll be getting a hold of uh, St. Clarity and have them come into the house and do a deep clean, spring cleaning. I mean, it's that time of the year. You can ask St. Clarity to come to your house. Typically, it costs, uh, you know, 200 bucks to get a home up to 1,500 square foot clean, deep cleaned the way St. Clarity residential cleaning does. Uh, what you need to do is uh, get them out to your house. And I, I know for, you know, right now, a lot of people have been out of work and maybe $200 is kind of stiff. But let me tell you what, uh, through our radio station, The Answer, if you call 404-6560, 404-6560, and you talk to uh, Chuck, uh, he'll answer the phone or you'll leave him a message. He'll make sure you can get one of these uh, certificates that, up to 1,500 square foot would be 200 bucks. You can get it for $100 right now. 50% off. And if your home is bigger than 1,500 square feet, let's say it's 2,300 square feet. Normally, that would be $300 to get it cleaned the way St. Clarity does. Uh, you can get this certificate. only cost you $150. I mean, 50% savings is a great thing. And I've talked to several people now. I've been called and texted uh, that they use St. Clarity, and they are more than happy. They're ecstatic about how well they have cleaned their home. That's St. Clarity Residential Cleaning. 
get yourself a 50% off discount coupon by just calling 404-6560 and talking to Chuck. Now, we didn't plan that. I'm being honest with you. We didn't plan that. It just was time for Pat Davis's ad to play, and so you got uh, you got another hit of his his phone number. Uh, Pat, while I've got you right talking to me, give him the phone number again to get a hold of you. 501-605-6935, yourhealthplanman.com. All right, you need to talk to Pat about this. And and do me a favor. I know it's just like we were talking with uh, uh with his son-in-law earlier. I know what's going on in the back of your mind. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Yeah, too good to be true. No, 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 no. Don't miss out because you think that. Let them explain to you how this all works so that you know that you're getting the best health care you can. And it's not going to take your family uh, to bankruptcy. All right. Just know that. Okay. You can get some really good health insurance. Okay. You wanted to talk about uh, uh, what's going on as far as uh, uh, the Congress and and as far as things going. And you know that it's going to be state legislatures are going to make some differences uh, in health care. But there was something else that you wanted to talk about. Let's get that first. Sure. Basically, and, and for people who are regular listeners to the answer, uh, they've probably heard my ad or the fish. Um, I'm looking for some quality people that want to be able to work on my team, um, either people who are already health insurance agents or people who would be interested or open to getting their health insurance license. It's a great career, and we have a phenomenal growing team. And so that's a big deal. Same number, you call and everything. So what's going on with Congress right now <clears throat> is really pretty crazy. Of course, you know they're reading um, <laughs> they're reading the, the Biden bill, uh, the 1.9 or 2.9, right, trillion or $1.9 trillion nope, nope, bill. Nope. $1.9 trillion yeah. for yeah, COVID relief, trillion. which only 7% deals with COVID-19. All right. The rest yeah. of it is a boondoggle. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is this. People, one of the things they're, they're loading in there, part of their pork, is they're going to really go overboard with their subsidies so people can get into the marketplace and get health insurance. Well, here's a couple problems with that. Number one, it's still the marketplace, and it's still attached to the government. And, you know, I I hear people all the time complain about, man, the government's involved in everything, and then they go and get health insurance from the government. And I understand the lure is, you know, it's not as maybe as much money or whatever, but just remember one thing. It just continues to go up year after year after year. But here's the big thing that they're trying to do. They're offering a huge subsidy to people who make more money so more people can get into the marketplace. But then in a couple of years, they're going to rip that out from under them, and they're going to end up with a situation. Let's say you know they had a heart attack or whatever else happens. They can't go get insurance anywhere else in the country. They're locked in to the government plan, and no matter what happens, if they want to double their rates or want to do whatever else they want to do, they're going to be stuck with it. 
they're lowering the amount of your total percentage of your income and stuff like that, um, you know, off of what it was with Obamacare. But the problem is when they take that subsidy away, what might be an attractive premium for a while is going to gouge them. And these are the kind of things that this administration is doing. And I don't apologize for saying that. It's very frustrating. A lot of Christians don't realize, a lot of conservatives, that part of this bill is the removal of the Hyde Amendment, which means they're going to fund tax. We're going to fund, as taxpayers, we're going to fund abortion, not only in America, but overseas. And these are the kind of things that just blows my mind how ignorant so many people are about what our government is doing. And they just accept it, hook, line, and sinker. And go on and read. There's a lot of stuff out there that you can read, but you've got to look between and read between the lines to find some of this stuff, because it's really hidden. It's not obvious, and I have been because this is my life, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's a huge deal. So the, the deductibles get bigger and bigger, the premiums grow, and where do you go? Once you have a government plan, you are locked in. Now, there's some people, they're going to get a free health care you know, situation, but to me, it's still not good insurance. It's high deductible. Everything has a copay. There's just a lot of you know, those kind of nuances that are attached. All right. Well, Pat, we're going to have you on in the near future within the next two weeks, and we're going to spend an hour on this. I just want to remind everything what Thomas Jefferson said. Uh, early on in our republic, and that is whatever the government can give you, the government can take away. That's Keep that in mind. True. They they want to get you on the plantation, and then they can do to you what they want to do to you. Just keep that in mind, because that's what Pat basically is saying here. Real quickly, Pat, give them your phone number again. If you're looking for a gig and you want to get into health care insurance, call Pat and talk to him about that as well. But here's the phone number to call. Yeah. Real quick, Dave, too. Uh, Somebody said that you'll never know how much health care or anything costs um, until it's free. And then that's That's where you really see the cost. Yeah. So it's 501-605-6935. Fantastic. Pat, thanks as always for joining us. We'll have you on in a couple of weeks, and we'll dig even deeper into this whole thing. People talk about health care insurance. And then I I need to sit down and talk to you as well because I've got a supplemental health care insurance insurance because i'm on medicare do i got 30 seconds here yes or no do you guys deal with medicare recipients i i do work with some people who are on medicare the main thing is um outside of my company actually my son is uh really an expert on some of the medicare stuff and he represents one of the bigger companies so all right We'll get you. We'll get all of you on, and we'll talk about it right now. Though I got to go with Rush Limbaugh. Here he is on the Dave Ellswick Show. Okay, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Matt Smith has uh, come on with us, and it's good to have him here this morning. A lot of things going on in Hollyweird right now. Bringing out uh, movies. Uh, news is coming up about movies being uh, available. But before I get to talking about new stuff, let's talk about uh, the Dave Ellswick 
the answer uh, classic movie which is coming up on this Tuesday on the 9th and it is John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John in Greece it's one of the the best musicals that I think was ever made uh, Robert Stigwood took this uh, musical and made it into a huge, huge hit. So, uh, you know, you can buy your tickets online right now. Go to Riverdale10.com, buy your tickets. Uh, there's still seats available. Uh, do that. I found that with our classic movies, people tend to wait until the last minute. Uh, this time you might not want to wait to the last minute. You might want to get in there and get your tickets because everybody's wanting to do the hand jive, and uh, they're going to show up and see uh, this movie and, and be seeing. Uh, the song that I think everybody sings along to in this movie is Grease Lightning. What do you think? Hey, what's not to love? It's Tuesday night. <laughs> March the ninth, seven o'clock. Tickets are five bucks. See John Travolta and Livy Newton John in Greece. Go to Riverdale Ten dot com to buy your tickets. Yes, it's going to be incredibly popular, and you need to come on out and see us Tuesday night. Definitely, got to see Greece on the yep. big screen. It's going to be going on. It's going to be going no Didi Khan and Jeff Conaway and all the other yes. people that are in them. It it was <laughs> it was well cast. It was well cast, and it was well done. I mean, it's yes. just a fun movie uh to to watch and one of my favorite scenes in that is when the girls are having the sleepover and they're singing about uh, bucky beaver that just it just blew me away because i remember those commercials on television when i was very very young but we didn't use pepsodent toothpaste all right just saying just saying just so everybody knows shameless plug anyway uh let's get back in talk okay so greece is tuesday Yes. What else is coming up? I know, I know, Godzilla and uh, and Kong yeah. have reported to the locker rooms to get their hands taped up for the big battle that's coming up. Well, um, I tell you, I, you know, new this week. Of course, we have Chaos Walking, uh, which is PG thirteen from Lionsgate yes. Films, much anticipated um, action sci fi flick. It is out today. Uh, it's at all five locations of my theaters. Be sure to check out Chaos Walking. Also new today is a cool drama called Boogie uh, about a uh, high school basketball player trying to make it to the pros in New York City. That's new today. And, of course, we have Raya and the Last Dragon from Walt Disney Pictures. It's PG. It's out new today. And we're holding over Tom and Jerry, which is the number one film uh, at the box office last weekend from Warner Brothers. So, you know, be sure to check that out. And those movies are playing at all of my locations, Batesville, Cabot, Searcy, uh, Hot Springs, and, of course, at the Riverdale 10 in Little Rock, Riverdale10.com. Uh, we're still playing uh, Nomadland, uh, which has won Golden Globes, and everybody thinks it will get yes. a lot of Oscar nominations. Um, the Marksman with Liam Neeson. Little Things with Denzel Washington. Uh, the uh, film Minari, which uh, was written by an Arkansan and is set in Arkansas. Crudes to a New Age is still on the screen. And, of course, we're playing Judas and the Black Messiah. So be sure to check us out at Riverdale10.com, CerseiCinema.com. In Dave's hometown, it's CabotVIPCinema.com. Uh, in the great north of Batesville, Arkansas, and Independence County, it's OaksVIPCinema.com. And down south near the racetrack in Hot Springs, HotSpringsVIP.com. All movies are five bucks on Tuesday. 
five bucks on Tuesday for all the films, Dave. You know that, including the Dave Ezra classic. Yeah. And uh, we've got uh, right. candy for a dollar. We've got nachos for three bucks. Of course, we serve beer and wine. And all of our seating is luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. What all do you right, think? So, uh, this, I, I think it's great. By the way, I just want to explain if you're hearing some music in the background, my grandson just woke up and he showed nice. up in the dining room. And so he's sitting at the other, or getting ready to sit at the other end of the table for me and watch uh, Pop. Oh, you're broadcasting from home today. There's another. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing my show from home today. So what is this movie that uh, that you got showing that is, has Jodie Foster in it and uh, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch? Because it won a Golden Globe if I... A couple of Golden Globe nominations, and um, it's from STX Films. Playing at Riverdale 10, Riverdale10.com for your tickets. Um, she plays an attorney that is trying to represent a detainee at the Guantanamo base in Cuba. Uh, he has been detained as part of a terrorism investigation, and the question is: Is he innocent? Is he not the guy they claim he is? Is he? Is it a mistaken identity case? He's not the guy. They picked up the wrong guy. And it's very intriguing okay. and it's based on a true story. She does a good job. Uh, it's a tour de force for the actor in the film. It's got a couple Globe Globe nominations. But, hey, when do you not love Judy Foster? Uh, Jodie Foster? What's not to love about her? So that's cool. That's playing yep, exclusively at Riverdale, Riverdale10.com. Playing exclusively there, not the other locations. You know, And a lot of good okay. films coming Just up. I mean, like you, mentioned, like you mentioned, um, we have Nobody. Uh, with Bob Odenkirk from uh, Better Call Saul and, of course, Breaking Bad. That is on March the 26th. Right. Uh, March the 19th, we have The Courier with uh, Benedict. You mentioned him. That is on March the 19th. He's yeah. also in that film. Of course, March the 31st is Godzilla versus Kong. That's March the 31st. But the big news, uh, the big news we've got today, uh, movie cinemas in it? New York City reopened today. Uh, movie cinemas. That's in, major news. Major news. Major news. Big deal there. Uh, movie cinemas in San Francisco and uh, the Bay Area reopened March the 12th. And rumor has it that movie cinemas in Los Angeles, California will reopen March the 19th. This is extremely good news wow. for my industry. Extremely good news. We've had a couple of recent uh, date announcements. Peter Rabbit 2, PG, The Runaway is now set for May the 14th, Friday, May the 14th, from Sony Pictures, uh, theatrical uh-huh. exclusive. And they just announced that A Quiet Place 2 from Paramount Pictures is now set for May the 28th, another theatrical yeah, Memorial exclusive. Day weekend. Yes, another yeah, theatrical so it's exclusive. Gonna, it's going to be the big, big tentpole music movie that uh, kicks off uh, summer. That, that's a big deal for them. No doubt, yeah. and then I was, I was reading uh, some other stories about different uh, uh, actors and actresses saying mm-hmm. that uh, they were in, they were they're going to be in movies and they're coming out this year, and you need to see spe- specifically saying you need to see our movie in a theater. You need to go to yes. the theater and see yes. this movie on the big screen, and I agree with that. Yes, man, there's just something about yes. that whole experience. As, the, as those vaccines are rolling out and they're getting rid of these mandates, they're opening up these big cities, 
this this uh, capacity restraints are changing. Uh, I do think that my industry is back uh, in a big way in May. Uh, obviously, Peter Rabbit 2 on May the 14th is a big announcement. A Quiet Place 2 May the 28th is a big announcement. Right. Uh, but there's two films, two films, uh, Black Widow from the Marvel Comics Universe and Walt Disney Pictures is set for May 7th now. And Cruella uh-huh. from Walt Disney Films is set for May the 28th. So that those, looks really interesting. I've seen the yeah. uh, I've seen the trailer for it. Looks like it's going to be fun. You know, another movie I'm waiting to hear the date that it's going to show is the new James Bond movie. Finally, I think we're going to finally get to see it on the big screen, and I can't wait. If those two Disney dates hold for May, and we're about eight weeks out, uh, theatrical movie going is back in America. And we will have a summer movie season. There is no doubt. All right. That's it's going to be fantastic. I can't wait. In fact, uh, our next classic movie coming up in April is the James Bond movie. We're showing uh, Goldfinger again. Hey, got, you can't miss what I think is arguably the best Bond movie ever made. And they always hearken back to it in uh, the newer Bond movie, so uh, you can go and see, uh, you know, Goldfinger look at, at James Bond, and Bond says, what do you want from me, Goldfinger? And he says, well, Mr. Bond, I want you to die. <laughs> One of my favorite lines uh, out Tuesday, of the James April Bond the 13th. Uh, movies. Yeah. Tuesday, April the 13th That's right. for Goldfinger, and it's just $5. Yeah. And the tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com. You know, of course, you got Sean Connery in the film. Shirley Eaton stars. Yep. Honor Blackman, uh, directed yep. by Guy Hamilton. It's, believe it or not, rated PG. 110 minutes long. Let me tell you, you what. Check it out. Guess, guess who else is in that movie? Uh, uh, and he, he went un, uncredited. Uncredited what? appearance. Don Ellswick, my brother. He oh. <laughs> he was stationed he was stationed at Fort Knox when they filmed it. And he's oh, really? one of the soldiers that when they spray the gas on, on Fort Knox that he's out marching in the morning and and uh and, and falls down as though he passed out. <laughs> now how cool is that? That's great, man. That's my that's brother's great. So he's an extra in that's that my, film. That my is brother's. so cool, man. That's right. I've never heard this Uncredited part. But, why you, man, why yeah, you I know you I've have. never heard this. I didn't know this, man. Come on. Yeah, he was, he was, he's in that movie. Unbelievable. I, you can't pick him out. Let's put it that way. He wasn't, he wasn't lucky cool. enough to be, to be in a Jeep or something where they did a close-up or whatever, but he was an extra Ew. in that movie. All That's right, let's get, a, let's get a quick break in, and we'll talk more about movies here on the Dave Ellswick Show here on 101.1 FM. Uh, the answer. Uh, don't forget about PI Roofing and what they want to do for you as far as keeping your roof in good shape. What they will do is they'll come out to your house. All you got to do is call them, 707-3551, 707-3551. Let them take uh, a look at your house's roof and make sure it's in good shape. Uh, you want to make sure that happens now as we start moving into, into uh, you know, uh, April. Uh, for uh, springtime, the rains are going to come, and you want to make sure your your roof is watertight. And they'll make sure that they can tell you if it is or if it isn't. If it is, they're going to say you're good, and if it isn't, they'll tell you what's wrong, and then they'll work with your uh, uh, you know insurance uh, appraiser and 
and get it fixed for you. That's what they do, and they do it absolutely flawlessly. That's P.I. Roofing. Call them, 707-3551, or go to piroofing.com. All right, nine minutes until eight here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, my day has just been made. My my grandson just came up uh, came up and gave me a high five. He said, I'm doing great on my radio show. And I'm not going to argue with him. I'm not going to argue with him, Matt. He said, I'm doing good. He's, oh, he man. wanted to sit down at the other end of the table and watch Pop work today. So that's yeah. cool. I don't mind having him here doing his thing. But uh, what else is, do we need to know about what's happening uh, out there in uh, movie land? Well, we talked about these uh, these release date changes, which is great. I mean, nobody moving to March 26th is great. The Courier, March 19th, that is great. And, of course, we talked about Peter Rabbit, May 14th, and A Quiet Place 2, May 28th. You know, I think we're back. Like we talked about, uh, New York Theater's open today. Los Angeles is opening in a couple of weeks. And I think by May, we are getting back to uh, some serious normal in America. I really do. Good. I think we're eight or nine weeks out to, to having the vast majority of this COVID-19 nightmare behind us. Well, I got my shot uh, earlier this week on Tuesday. And yeah. guess what? I don't have a third eye growing in the middle of my forehead, so I can tell everybody it's not a bad experience. Uh, It was no worse than a flu shot. In fact, mine was better than getting a flu shot. And now I wait three weeks and I go in for my my second uh, Mm -hmm. dose that I have to have because I'm getting the Pfizer. And Mm -hmm. so I'm I'm looking forward to that, and I'll be 95% uh, in good shape. I had called around and spoke to every human being I knew in the medical industry. And I told them, I said, uh-huh. look, now, I am waiting on go. If something comes up and there's there's some vaccine somewhere, you know, you got a refrigerator that's going down. You know, you've got this stuff pulled and it's the end of the day and people aren't showing up. If there's some vaccine somewhere, you know, and you need to stick it in somebody's arm, you let me know, right? And I probably told 150 yeah. people that, right? And, right. and I got the call Monday and said, can you be oh, here you? in 20 minutes? And I got shot Monday. Good for nothing. you. Nothing. Fantastic. Nothing. Which, nothing. which I got one the, did you I get, got Pfizer? Pfizer. I got, I got, I got the Pfizer like okay. you and nothing. I mean, it's like, um, you know, getting a flu shot or something. There's nothing to it. Nothing to it. I've, yeah. I've had no side it effects, wasn't. you know. I agree, and uh, the lady who did my shot did it fantastic. I didn't even know when she'd given it to me. She says one, two, and then she never gets they never get the three because you'll flinch if you do. And uh, she gave it to me, and I said I'm ready. And she says it's done. <laughs> I mean, get out there That's as the way fast as you can and get this thing. Um, I know the governor had said that there was some resistance. Uh, to people, you know, in that age group of over 70 to taking the shot, some of them don't want to get it. Um, uh, you know, that doesn't make sense to me. I think they need to give that vaccine to anybody that wants it as fast as they possibly can. The faster, yeah, the that's better. That's the fastest way back to normal. That's just yes. the way it works. It takes us to normal a whole lot quicker. And I'm Absolutely. all about that. And I'm looking forward to it. Hey, so did you read the story? There was a story out yesterday about Liam Neeson. And, you know, he made the statement a few months ago, maybe almost a year ago, that 
he was basically done with making action movies. And I just read yesterday that he's got five more in the pipe. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they're I so popular. Well, I, I just, it's, it, it reminds me of um, a very successful band, and they stop touring, and the lead singer just gathers up whoever he can find to play some instruments and goes out, you know? And it's it's yeah. streamlined. It's simpler. You got the one lead guy. That's what Liam Neeson's doing. You see a Liam Neeson movie. The only person that you've ever heard of that's in the movie is Liam Neeson, and it is shot right. simply. Yes, it is shot simply. It is shot quickly. It is done very very well. I'm sure the expenses of those shoots are very low, and I bet you his contract ties him in to back end gross points. And so if the movie is profitable, he makes more money. But if you watch those films, he's not really having to jack around with a co-star. He's not having to worry with a special guest. It is essentially him. And he comes in and does yeah. his thing for about 90 minutes, and, and, and we move on. And the films are great. The stories are tight. If you're an action film fan, you like them. But to me, as I watch those films, I'm thinking these are easy for him to make, and he makes money. And if you're the studio, oh, he makes it's a lot profitable. of money, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. If you're the studio, it's profitable for you, right? So you bring him yep. in, you tie you you tie in his pay based on how well the film does, and so the studio has less risk and it's easy for everybody to do. Um, you know, I mean, yep. just right now you've got the marksman and 6 months ago we had Honest Thief. You know, both from yep. the same distributor, both starring Liam Neeson, both good action films. I thought The Marksman was the better yeah. of the two. Yeah, I like The Marksman, but about uh, six months before that other that you were talking about, the remake of that Swedish film uh, where his son died because of a drug overdose, and he, got, he got revenge on... Yeah, that was such Cold a great Pursuit. movie. Cold Pursuit's that, a great film. That was yes. a wonderful Cold Pursuit's film. a great film. It, it is. is, yes. Cold Pursuit, then on his feet, and now really he's got The Marksman. Good. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, if he keeps bringing them out, I'll I'll keep going to him. You know, if nothing yeah, else, he knows I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, and he had a little bit of kind of a cool, kind of a cool, almost a hint of maybe a co-star in Cold Pursuit. You know, I had that Emily Rossum in yeah. that movie from the Shameless show. You know, she had an appearance right. in that film. She played the deputy sheriff or whatever. That was kind of cool. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm 100 behind you. I like his movies. I like what he's doing. I've always liked him as an actor, and I think the roles he plays are are, are you know fit what he's trying to do. <clears throat> it kind of reminds me of not that it can be done, but you know, if um, if if Tom Cruise could gear down a little bit, like if Tom Cruise didn't have everything always cranked to 11, you know, you think about him in the yeah. Jack Reacher movies, right? He could do something yeah, similar with that Jack character if he would, right? I, I got you, and I agree with that. Hey, listen, as usual, we're out of time. Tell everybody, I'm going to tell everybody right now, get your... Showing only 7 o'clock Tuesday night. It's coming up. Go to uh, Riverdale10.com. 
and you can order your tickets for Tuesday. But go to the movies this weekend. There's a lot of great movies out there to be seen. Matt Smith, thank you very much. Appreciate you being with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Have a great weekend. You have a great weekend as well. You too, buddy. There you go, Riverdale10.com. Now, don't forget, I'll be back on Monday, 6 a.m. Power panel will be with us. Lots to talk about, and we'll talk about that special election that's going to be happening in Cabot. Don't miss it. Talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend.